What's up, guys? It's time to go Behind the Bum. What's up, guys? This episode, I am calling Embarrassing Sexual Experiences. I think oftentimes we put ourselves in these fucked up situations, whether we try something new with someone we like or something weird or gross happens on a one-night stand via grinder. And I think oftentimes we just kind of muffle our story and we never actually share them because it's so embarrassing. But I think it's safe to assume we all have had similar experiences. We just all say we're going to bring to the grave. So I had a couple people reach out who were interested in vocalizing what their embarrassing stories were. So I used this podcast to share everybody's embarrassing stories. So before we get into everybody else, I feel like it would only be fair that I share one of my own. So I had to think about what I wanted to share, but the thing that comes to my mind, like I'm so grateful I've never had an actual like shit experience. Um, but my worst thing that's ever happened to me was probably getting an anal fissure. So I personally met this guy in a bar. He was actually on a podcast episode. So some of you may have heard this story before. Um, I met him in a bar. He did not know English. We, I don't know Spanish that well. So we break both basically just like giving each other mannerisms being like, let's go home together. So he came home and I unraveled my present, AK his dick. And his dick was like, it went out straight and then it hooked down. So pretty much when he went to put it in, he had to bend his tip up to get it inside of me. And so I think what happened was, is his dick curved back down into that like hook shape. So as he was fucking me, it just was like annihilating my insides in a not fun way. So long story short, he stayed over. We went to bed. We woke up and I was in a puddle of blood and I was like, what the fuck? And I thought it was just like, you know what? Good sex, rough sex, whatever days go on and I still have the same problem. So I went to a doctor and she told me I needed to get stitches and I could not have sex for three months probably. So long story short, I messaged the guy and I said, we can never have sex again. And here's my hospital bills if you want to pay them. And he never actually paid them. And I did fuck him again because I was stupid. And that's my embarrassing story. So Let's hear from three other guests, and I'm very curious to see what these are. All right, so my first guest on horrible, embarrassing sexual experiences, I am going to invite my friend Magnus. Hi, babe. Hey, how are you? I am really interested to hear this fucked up story that you have. It's so... Yeah, embarrassing at the moment. I, if I think back at it now, it's, yeah, just too much, hey? It's <laughs> <laughs> could be better, could be yeah, worse, right? Uh, it, no, I don't think it could have been worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For me, oh, so awful. All right, well, yeah. why don't you tell me your most embarrassing sexual experience? I'm really curious to hear this. Okay, well, so it's, even though it happened two years ago, it's still very fresh, like it happened like a minute ago. 
Um, I was working in uh, Qatar um, and I've met this guy um, via Instagram, actually. Uh, Arab guy, gorgeous, um, you know, kind of muscle bear, tall, you know, just the dream. And we've been chatting for a couple of weeks and um, we went out for drinks, um, had dinners. You know, he was re- it was really not just like that connection of get in, get out, get off. Um, so yeah, eventually I invited him back to my place and, um, yeah, I rocked his world, I think. (laughs) As every Um, good bottom does, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And I think, um, yeah, I, it was, he's really well hung if I can be that, you know, Frank. Um, but yeah, very, very blessed. Um, I was not apparently because I being in the middle East, obviously I'm not bottoming that much. So, um, probably a dime a dozen to find out there. Exactly. So, um, yeah, we had, yeah, I would say like a proper hours, you know, with of good, good fun. And while we were done, as all bottoms do, we love to cuddle afterwards and feel loved and all of that. Extremely so, romantic. Absolutely. So he was wearing a soap. So this long, um, I wouldn't, traditional wear. I don't think it's, no, it's not really religious wear. It's more traditional. Um, uh, those long white thobes. And um, I was sitting on this thobe while chatting to him. And then as he uh, went to shower, I kind of, you know, laid out his clothes to, you know, just being, you know, again, the super (laughs) attentive one. (laughs) And I noticed this huge stain on like the upper chest part on his thobe. Um, So yeah, it's, it was quite a stain. It was a mix of a little bit of blood, (laughs) a little bit of, like, I don't want to use the word shit because it wasn't shit, but there was like, you know, hints that I was like not planning to invite him. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So on this super white, you know, um, amazing thobe. And yeah, it. Uh, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? And I panicked because he just came out of the shower and I kind of just flipped the top part over and then he put it on and as he put it on he uh looked in the mirror and he's like what the fuck is this <laughs> and i'm like i don't know because we didn't really eat or drink anything when we got to my place um so i couldn't blame it on anything and he's like did you sit on my throat? and he's like i have another appointment i'm like what the fuck i'm so sorry i literally couldn't know i didn't know what to say so um yeah it was it was pretty pretty bad did you give him clothes i gave him a shirt um that he kind of put he still put on his thobe um i gave him a shirt an off-white one i didn't have a white shirt Mm. so yeah he was he was pissed to say the least but yeah then i sent him on his way we exchanged texts for like a little bit and then yeah kind of he didn't really appreciate that. So, yeah, <laughs> I moved back um, back home. So, yeah, it's uh, it worked out. But I can remember that vividly. So have also, you talked to him since or kind of just fizzled out and it's just a memory now? Yeah, it's kind of just a memory. We like each other's things on um, Instagram or, yeah, I'm not really on Facebook, but on Instagram. So 
it's not like, you know, never. And I travel for work, so I might visit Qatar pretty soon. Well, not now, but if, when we can, when it's safe to do so. And then, yeah, we probably might hook up. I would want to, because, you know, he's just absolutely gorgeous. So yeah. It was a great experience, aside from the end. <laughs> yeah, the end, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was an absolute experience, um, a great one. And then, yeah, it ended a little bit embarrassing. So, yeah. So I guess um, it's, how do you deal with, how would you deal with that? Like, how would you try to clean it quickly? Or... Shitting on someone's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, don't, yeah, don't shit on someone's shirt. Don't put yourself in that situation. But yeah, I think um, when you really want to like hook up with someone and you know you've not really fully prepared, um, like I couldn't really help much for the blood, but, um, cause he was really big and I was, I'm not really, you know, I wasn't really active. Um, so yeah. Do you, what would you do? Would you like, yeah, I don't know. What would you do in that? I think for me, I would just own it. Like I'm the kind of person that's like, if you go somewhere, I don't want to call it a once in a lifetime opportunity, but like how often are you in Qatar with like a beautiful yeah. fucking man? And you're just like, yeah. you know what, let's do the damn thing, right? So yeah, exactly. I feel like even if I just had like a chicken nugget dinner and six margaritas, I'd be like, you know what, we're just going to sit on this and call it a day. And like, whatever fucking happens is going to happen, you know? So yeah, I would yeah, say yeah. you owned it and there's really nothing more you could do. Yeah. You even gave him a parting, like a shirt to go away. Like what more could he really ask for, you know? I imagine him sleeping in it every night, but I doubt that's the case. But... <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Well, that could be worse. Well, I hope this gave you some peace in your story, and that was really fucking funny. Um, it kind of did. Thank you so much. And I'm sure a lot of other people have also either shit on a bed or on a shirt <laughs> or... On yeah. a dick, maybe. No. Luckily, never yet. <laughs> I mean, the dick is pretty easy to, like... <laughs> like what are you fucking asking for you know exactly yeah but awesome thank you so much this was such a cool experience thank you so much All right, so my next guest has a very interesting story, and the minute he DM'd me, I was like, I need you right now. So this happened really quickly, so let me introduce to you my friend Anthony. What's up, babe? Hey, how's it going? I'm great. Um, so I need to hear more about this story, so why don't you just like replay this and start back in the beginning, and let's, let's hear this one. <laughs> okay, but I have to preface this story with, like, something here. I was 22 <laughs> years old when this happened. I'm like 
pretty fresh out of the closet. I came out, I was like a late blossomer and out of a really horrible relationship, like the type that you move out of the state from. Oh, wow. Situation. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'm like young, impressionable. And I have this like gut feeling like oh, it's time to be a slut. So I'm like, okay, we're going to go out. We're going to get crazy. We're going to get wild. So this like experience happened to me very early in like my, um, my gay, like, coming out type of, I don't know what you want to call it. But anyway, so I, I like, I found this super, like I'm talking, I didn't even have grinder yet. I found this super hot guy on Facebook who was a daddy. Like he was oh, older, it's like years, Yeah, like he was the 20 years older than I am. And we had some acquaintances, um, like mutual acquaintances. And we ended up like going out, getting wasted at some Mexican place and like going back to his place. And I was wasted, so I wasn't going to drive home. So I'm like, whatever, I'll sleep here. And like, I was so proud of myself because I'm like, yeah, I'm doing it. And so like fast forward, fast forward through the night, um, we're like in his bedroom, we're fooling around. It, it's a fun experience and everything. And then out of nowhere, his fucking daughter walks into the room. <laughs> and like my first thought process is like, oh my God, this is kind of like a porn. Like this is like what happens in the, in the movies or whatever, like you know. It's almost hot, but it's not. Yeah, it's like, it's like hot. It's also risky. It's also like, oh my God, am I going to jail? Like what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> and so like all of that was fine and dandy until this girl literally comes in, sits down. She's obviously old enough to understand what's going on. Sits down. How old and, is this girl? Um, <laughs> am I allowed to say? Because I don't want to like get in trouble. Like, I think you're allowed to say. She's 14. She was 14 years old at this time. Oh, so she definitely fucking knew. Oh, absolutely. And she was like not, she wasn't like, like 14, like when I was 14, she was like 14, like going on 25. Like the Gen Z 14 year olds who like, they're probably doing that shit themselves. Oh yeah. I mean, she probably knew more about what was going on in bed than I did at that time. So, (laughs) but she absolutely, she like sits down and is like strikes up a conversation, which I thought was weird. I'm like, okay, this is a little too normal for you. Like yeah. what's happening here? And like the dad obviously ends up kicking her out, but like before he kicks her out, he's like talking to her about stuff. And I'm like, I'm naked in your bed. Yeah. At <laughs> least he wasn't like inside. That would be. Oh, no, 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 no. Like I, you know, I, at that point in time, I was still so young. I was like, uh, we'll fool around, but I'm not having sex with you. Like type of thing, you know? So I, it is yeah. like, I'm glad that wasn't the case, but like the fact that she came in and was like talking about like getting a ride to school and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, <laughs> And like literally for I after that, like I didn't know what to do. I, I finished like we still like I was wasted enough to I'm like, okay, we can still have fun. But like I couldn't get it out of my mind. So it took forever. I was so uncomfortable. And then the next morning, <laughs> the next morning he was like, Okay, well, I'm gonna go take uh my daughter to school. And I'm like, Oh I'm like, I'm shaking like at this point in time. I'm like, okay, okay. So he leaves, leaves me in his house by myself, and I call my mom. <laughs> oh my god, your poor mother. I'm like, mom, I need you to do me a favor. <laughs> I'm like, I need you to text me in like 10 minutes and tell me you need me to come home right now. <laughs> I love your mother. I, yeah, she was, yeah. Anyway. Does she ever hear this whole story? Oh, no, she totally did. Because I had called her on my way home. Like I, I left by then and like, I left and I called her immediately and I was just like, I don't know what to do. I feel like such a whore. I feel like this and blah, blah, blah. And my mom was like, listen, this is what you're 22 years old. This is what you're supposed to be doing. You're going to, yeah. it's fine. Don't worry about it. Just move on. And I absolutely didn't move on. I saw that guy out a couple times and he kind of just like gave me like 
just like the weird vibe of like, hey, you never talk to me ever again. I'm like, you're right. I did. Yeah, like I wonder why. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, yeah, how's your daughter? But yeah, I don't know. And she's like, got to be what, 30 now? <laughs> no, I'm not that old. No, I'm just kidding. I'm saying she's oh. probably like 20. Oh, yeah. No, she's like, I mean, she has to be like 24, 25 now for sure. And probably very scarred and doesn't even know it <laughs> or maybe she's like into it maybe they were like kind of swingers and that you just like didn't like, pick up on it yet absolutely not i'm so glad i got out of that situation <laughs> like, could you imagine just being in a room and just having like the guy you're hooking up with his daughter just comes in like what would you even do and i feel like it'd be one thing if it was like a two-year-old or a three-year-old thing just be like oh honey like go away, like, go play with your toys, or, like, okay, give me a minute, you know what I mean? But for, like, a grown-ass 14-year-old daughter to just casually prance in, like, you know that wasn't the first time that happened. Oh, no, and the fact that she just sat down when she was, like, on the bed, like, very close to me, like, next to me almost, and I was just, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and you're, like, boner chilling, like, yeah. Uh, absolutely not no that was not a that was, like, such a scarring, like, I don't, I think that was the only time I ever hooked up with a, an older man because of so that. It was, like, <laughs> one yeah, no way. You're the age of my father and you have a child that's not too far away from me. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, what a situation. I'll, yeah, I'm so, I'm like, I'm engaged now and I'm so happy to be like in just like a really nice little relationship where I don't have to worry about shit I like mean, that. I mean, hookup culture is really a fucking time, I'll tell you. It, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you lived to tell the story. Hope it's a great memory for you. I know. I mean, what would you even do if you were in that situation? If I was in that situation and somebody's daughter walked in on me? Well, let's just say kid. Because let's say if I was hooking up with like a 40-year-old guy and his like 20-year-old son came in, I'd be like, is this like a dream? <laughs> like I would maybe get more excited for that. I'd be like, this is what I've always been waiting for. <laughs> um, but if it was like a 14 year old daughter, I probably would have like, it's tough to say. Cause if it was like current Jeff, I'd probably be like, Oh, hi. Like, do you mind? And I would probably be the one to be the asshole to kick her out myself before the dad did. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Current Anthony, what would I do? I would probably, honestly, at that point in time, I'd be like, I'm sorry, this is too, com you're too comfortable with this. I'm going to have to step out. Like, yeah, I like, like, you're not like, that. I feel like when you're that young, it almost feels like, oh, I got a dick. Like, I'm going to keep this one or something. You know what I mean? Like, you don't realize the amount that's out there. And so like one weird, bad experience, you don't need to stay. So if you have a weird time, you can get out and it's okay. Absolutely. <laughs> needs to hear that forever and like i feel like too like you you're not afraid you're don't don't be afraid to be like i'm uncomfortable because i feel like that's when a lot of weird shit gets risky when you don't say i'm uncomfortable did he tell you he had a daughter that was going to be home prior um he told me he did have a daughter but i didn't know she was going to be home like i didn't know she was going to yeah. be there like i knew he had a kid um and i knew that she was like a teenager like she was older like she wasn't a tiny little kid but that's all. I did not know she was going to be there, especially walking into the room. I feel like it's tough to think about because obviously we're not in that position. But I just think if I was a dad and my kids were home, I probably would either put a lock on my door or just like not invite a random stranger over while my children were home. Absolutely. Just, just a thought. I also should add in, this is when I lived in Arkansas. <laughs> oh, maybe that's like a normal thing there. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, well, maybe that is. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, maybe that's why it was just so like, 
casual. <laughs> like you're, <laughs> I was in Arkansas. What the hell was I thinking? Okay. Red flag 47. Absolutely. Too many. God. Well, it seems like you're in a better place in your life now. So hopefully you're not too scarred. That's a fun story. So thank you for sharing and thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. (laughs) All right. So my next guest has a catfish story for us. So hello, Christopher. Um, Thank you for deciding to share this truth that you've had hidden. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) why don't you tell me beginning to end what this catfish story is? Okay, so for a couple of months, I'd been talking to this guy on Grinder, and I mean, there's red flag number one. I had been talking to somebody on Grinder for a couple of months, and we've been going back and forth. Um, he'd sent me a few photos, and then uh, we just could never link up in terms of timing. So one night, he messaged me at like 9.30 p.m., and I was like, okay, you know, maybe I should go over because we've been talking for so long, and I went... I, no, actually, before I went over, I was like, Ugh, I, I don't really think that you're real. I was a little reluctant. He was like, fine, just tell me how many fingers you want me to hold up. Oh. And he sends me a photo with, I said three fingers, and he sends me a photo with three fingers. And it honestly, like, I can't even describe the way that his hands were, but it wasn't like like holding up number three. It was like, it was like he was doing an okay sign with the other three fingers up, and it was upside oh. down. Um, anyways, and it cut off everything above his eyes so I couldn't see his eyes and it was a very dimly lit room but I was like the the bottom portion of the face looked just like the photos that he had previously sent me so, so he could have basically just googled man holding three fingers yes yes, yes please I mean I'm so embarrassed okay so <laughs> I, <laughs> so um he I sent actually all three of the photos that I had had at that point so two face pictures and then that picture of with the three fingers to this group chat with a couple of my friends and they were all like, oh yeah, it seems kind of legitimate, except for this one friend that I have who was like, no, you can see a menu written in the background on the wall that's written in French. And I was like, okay, so another red flag. So um, I, I I wrote him back and I was like, okay, this seems a little suspicious. Why can't you show me your face? And then he sends me back another picture without his eyes again and but with more of his body and the body looked like it matched but it was the same room three fingers again and a different pose with the fingers so i was like okay like what are the chances that that this guy is sending me similar photo (laughs) anyways so i mean still didn't see his face and i i you know sometimes like your emotions really get the best of you on Grinder, and you just you gotta go and you gotta hook up. Are with you somebody. saying your emotions or your penis? Yeah, definitely my penis. My <laughs> <laughs> your testosterone's flowing. Yeah. So I I go over. I I like start to head over, and I, I'm messaging him on Grinder. He refuses to give me his number or his Instagram. I mean, like, please. There's so many red flags talking about this, but so <laughs> I'm on the corner of his street. And I, I messaged him back on Grinder. I'm like, hey, I'm on the corner of your street. What's going on? What apartment? So he sends me the apartment. And he's like, whatever street number on the third floor. And apartment C, I think it was. Not that that matters. But so I go and buzz the door. And I'm waiting outside. And I'm like, hello, messaging him on Grinder. Like, can, can you let me in? And he goes, oh, sorry. 
um, I just want you to get undressed at the couch. You'll see the couch right when you walk in and come in, I'll be ass up. And I'm like, ugh, like, okay. Is um, that a turn on? Uh, no, I mean, I generally, <laughs> no, no. So, so then I write back, I'm like, no, I'm not really into that. I, I like foreplay, I like to make out. Uh, yeah. Ass up isn't really for me. And he's like, oh, come on, come on. And I'm like, no, but I can, I can get undressed at the door. That's fine. So this is like the 15th red flag that I've had. And some, for some reason, I'm still going through with it. And I, so he, he tells me the apartment, he buzzes me up finally, and the door is unlocked and the apartment is pitch black. So I walk in and I see two little like dog bowls on the floor and I'm like, ugh. Or they were actually really tiny, so I thought there was a cat. And I was like, "Ugh, disgusting!" There's a cat. Like, oh, awful! I don't like cats. I'm allergic to cats. The cat's gonna be like crawling around on the bed while we're doing our thing. Anyways, again, no light. <laughs> I get undressed down to my socks and my underwear, and this was uh, like early January, so it was very cold. I remember I was wearing a sweater and like my very heavy coat and boots that day, and. I go into the bedroom and he's laying there ass up. And I'm, I say to him like, no, <laughs> like you have to, you have to turn over. So he turns over and I immediately see the only light that was, was there was like light pollution from outside street lit. And he turns over and I see that it's not him. It's like this little, very skinny guy. I'm pretty slim myself. So, but generally I like go for guys who are like shorter than me with a little more body mass. and um he was probably close to my height i'm six two and he was probably like five ten and but very slim very very slim and i'm pretty slim and i I don't know just he was handsome but definitely not like his photos and i was immediately turned off but at that point i was already in my underwear and my socks and i thought to myself like you know i just should get the show on the road and can carry on with it so so you got catfished and still decided to go through with this yes because at that point (laughs) And I have to, I, let me, let me stick up for myself here because at that, I, I think I'm a lot of people probably been in the same situation as me where maybe somebody is like a little bit heavier or lighter than their photos, or you can tell their photo was like 10 years old and they just don't look that way anymore. Like they looked a lot younger. Um, and, but this was a totally different guy. So this was kind of a unique situation because this is a new situation for me. But anyways, I was you know, nearly naked and I just felt like, wow, I just have to get, I just, let me just carry through with it and I'll like get off really quickly and call it a day. So I started making out with him and I was fully soft and I, we like continue hooking up and he, he tries to give me head and I couldn't get hard. My, like I, as, as I've described to people in the past, my penis, like basically inverted into my body and i was so <laughs> turned off and um i've 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 you know i think that the reason i was so turned off like again he was a pretty handsome guy i just was so turned off that he was he lied to me and i just went over and saw this guy that just wasn't what you who said i thought it was yeah totally and so he says to me as he's like trying to suck me off he's like so what's going on? Why are you so turned off? And I'm just like, sorry, I just like, I really can't get behind a liar. I'm, I'm really bothered. <laughs> so he says to me, um, no, I don't think you understand. And then I hear like, 
like this rustling from where what I thought was from beneath the bed. And I, I, yeah. oh God, I'm like having flashbacks to this and it's giving me chills. <laughs> and um, so I hear this rustling beneath the bed and I'm like, what do you mean I don't understand? I, I understand that you're clearly not the guy that I thought you were. And he, he goes, no, I really don't think you understand. And I hear this rustling again. And I'm like, I've got to go. So I, I put my underwear back on and I'm still wearing my socks. And I, I'm like pulling on my underwear. And they're not even over my knees at that point yet. And I turn around and in the doorway, which I thought was the cat wrestling, was a 300 pound guy. And I screamed so loud, Jeff. I, <laughs> I, I, I screamed so loud. Like I think that all of Hell's Kitchen probably heard me scream. And I, so the cat turned out to be this giant guy. And I, I like jumped to the side and I, I don't even know. I kind of like blacked out for a few a few moments, but then I see the three hundred pound guy basically do a swan dive onto this little skinny guy that's laying on the bed, and just like I remember what smushed him. So I I watched this episode of Maury a few years ago back in college, and I remember <laughs> I was learning about this thing where heavier partners or slim partners like to be squished by their heavier partner. It's called pancaking. Oh, okay. And, so I, I don't know if the guy that I was hooking up with briefly was into pancaking or maybe the heavier guy was. Anyways, it was a full pancaking moment. I rush out of the bedroom and back to the couch where I had left all my clothes. And I'm holding, they're fully hooking up while this is happening. And I'm, I, I grab my boots in one hand and I put on my jeans and my t-shirt because I was wearing a t-shirt underneath my sweater. And basically just put on as much clothing as possible so that I could go outside and so I'm holding my boots and I have my sweater and my jacket thrown over my my other arm in my elbow and I rush out of the apartment and I was in such a hurry that I I left the door open and oh. they were fully hooking up while the door was open and I remember I get to the second floor and I hear the door slam like really quickly and again I I thought I heard this like scurrying so I was like oh, fuck like I oh sorry I don't know if I'm supposed to swear but yeah um, did you think you were I, gonna get murdered? I I definitely I mean I think that's why I blacked out for a moment because I thought that was the end of my life like losing my life in Hell's Kitchen imagine and to I mean, it's uh, only a matter of time up. but yeah totally so I I then put on one boot thinking that that oh I can maybe run a little bit faster if I have one boot on but still I'm wearing a t-shirt and jeans and one boot at this point holding my coat and my sweater in the other boot and it's maybe 20 degrees out and I rush outside and my I look back when I'm at the bottom of the staircase when I'm outside and I I don't see anybody so I'm like okay great so my first instinct I'm, like something was really wrong with me that night but my first instinct was to check grinder and and call out the guy I'm like what the what the heck that's just like <laughs> I'm, I'm a, such a setup and I was blocked immediately. And I go to, I go across the street and there's this cute little bar holds like 10 people. And there's a big window seat in the bar. And I call my friend. I'm like, you have to meet me now. And this is like a Tuesday night. Mind you. My friend is like out at, at this other bar, a kind of club-esque bar in the area. And 
he's like, oh no, I'm out. I can't meet you. It's like, no, you, you don't understand. You have to meet me now. <laughs> You're and like, I, I have a lot to share. Yeah, I have like, uh, this is a 911. <laughs> I've never needed to talk to somebody more. So I'm walking by this cute little bar that I suggested that we go to. And I look in the bar and for the first time in over a year, I see my ex and he's on a date with somebody in the window seat of this bar. And I'm like, oh my, and as I'm holding, mind you, one boot wearing a t-shirt in the dead of winter. And I'm like, wow, what a, what a surreal, sobering moment where I'm seeing my ex in the window after getting catfished by this little skinny guy and this, this huge guy as they're hooking up. So that's the end of that story. But there is some breaking news that I don't think I've shared with you yet, which is I, he recently messaged me again on Grindr. And How do you know it was him? Because I, I, like, with the little bit of dimly lit room that there was, I do remember, like, somewhat what he looked like. And I, he sent me a picture of him laying on his bed with this green blanket that was down, like a sex blanket that, you know, to protect your sheets. And it was the same blanket that he had when mm. when I was over there. And there was a little dog in the picture. So the dog bowls were accurate. They were. So okay, there was so something. things are lining up now. Yes, yes. And I was like, were you the guy who catfished me? And he's like, what? And I was like, are you, are you the guy who catfished me? Like, you, you live on the street and you... Um, you told me to come over and then a guy came out of nowhere and jumped on top of you. And he's like, Oh, LOL, that was me, but I don't think you understand. And he basically tried to say to me that that larger guy had catfished him and it was like a double catfish. So the larger guy was sending me and that guy pictures of him. And the goal was, or I guess the larger guy's goal was to, to watch the whole thing. But Um. He had told the guy to be ass up and then somehow coordinated the time perfectly where I came over and he came over just before. And he was like hiding out in the bathroom or something. I don't know where he was, but anyways, the guy was then said to me like, don't worry about it anyways. Like, I don't even think you were that attractive. So I wasn't into it anyways. So I was like, Oh God, give me a break. So I don't know something, something's just not lining up in the story. And I think that. Do you think maybe this guy was like his sugar dad secretly? Maybe it could have been like sugar dad or like this pancaking fetish or like maybe the guy just liked to be watched and had, because there are people that definitely just like to watch sex and maybe he like arranged for the large guy to watch him have sex. I don't know, but it was a very interesting end to the story six months later when, when we flash forward to now. Um, But yeah, so I guess that that's that's my that's my fun catfish story chris i would never go on grinder again if i was you (laughs) i mean i've told a lot of people this story and especially straight like straight people family gay people and the gays are kind of like how do i say not really phased by like their their safety but my straight friends and some family like close cousins and things have all been like well aren't you concerned for your life? And how are you, are you telling your friends when you're going to hook up with people now and sharing your location, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yes, I always have been, but I don't know. I mean, yes, you're, you're right. It's very scary. It was, it was a very sobering moment. I learned. I guess it's interesting to think about what the gays put themselves into. Totally. And I think that that's the biggest takeaway for, for my straight family and straight friends that I have to the story too. They're always like, 
it's so interesting how you guys have grinder and there's all this testosterone pumping in the gay community and that's like you're able to hook up so easily and i'm like yeah totally and i wouldn't you know i i definitely do use grinder to hook up and it's it's an interesting thing that we as gay men have access to um and definitely tough for heterosexual people to relate to for sure i don't know it's well because they have nothing like it so it's tough to compare yeah but i think at the end of the day everybody has a catfish story totally yeah whether they like to admit it or not i just found mine i like i had to start to vocalize because i was so traumatized by the experience that that i had to talk about it i don't know what would you do if you were in the situation I mean, I'll be honest, I think a lot of people have had a catfish story. I think what makes yours unique is you decided to continue to try to go through with it. That's how horny you were. I think that's yeah, I what's your first mistake. I think a lot of yeah, us please. follow our dick and we're like, you know what? Let me just see what happens. Like, I'll go. Yes, this might yes. be whatever. But usually I when think... you get there, you're like, mm, okay, I was right. This is not going to happen. But you were like, you know what? Let's just do this. <laughs> yeah yeah it was bad (laughs) oh boy (laughs) and now i'm sharing it for you very publicly so here we go (laughs) i love you thank you for sharing (laughs) yeah no problem i'm I'm (laughs) glad i got to just everybody stay safe on grinder that's my biggest bit of feedback and life lesson from it verify with an instagram and don't ask for the amount of fingers to hold up because it's an easily easily googleable image Please, I, please. I've learned a lot of lessons from this for sure. (laughs) Well, Christopher, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Of course, anytime. Thanks for having me.